0: Cappuccino, hold the phone me
1: Hello everyone, and thanks a lot for uh, listening in on this uh, kind of special or impromptu um, Traveler's Art Coffee. Mm-hmm. So, hey, I'm going to let everybody know right off the bat, I'm really shooting from the hip on here. Um, I have just like a few notes written down. But I feel compelled to post this immediately with just in the raw, you know. Not that I don't do that normally. Um, I'm just, this is coming straight out uh, to you guys. I really appreciate everybody listening community is growing and I'm very appreciative to all of you. So I want to keep this straight and to the point. Um, you know there are times when we get news that is unpleasant and in some cases it's actually pretty bad. Uh, but when, you know, when we pull back and look at things in terms of like their context and the bigger picture we tend to see the bad news as part of the bigger whole. And as we consider and examine the bigger whole, we end up seeing things a lot differently. So today I was online and ran across some posts that were from my friend Julie. She's a shining the light of optimism and the cup truly is half full. I love people like that. Well, sadly, a few weeks ago she died after a long battle with cancer. In the beginning, she had kept her life as it was, you know, just normal, what she knew is normal, and that she just had cancer. For her, this just wouldn't do, and in short order, she changed her life and took a direction of passion and focus in living the most meaningful and dimensional life that she could. In short, she hit the road and lived a life that she had only dreamed of prior. I loved to follow her post and her occasional like emails I would get from her as she would update me on what's going on with her and her life. I didn't ask her a lot about her cancer treatment, kind of on purpose. I think she probably talks about that a lot. And it's not like talking to me about it's going to change anything. I, I'm not in the medical field, so I really couldn't do anything. But each email and post was such a pure expression of a life being lived. She gave so much to so many people through her art and her efforts, and she ultimately modeled behavior, strength, and resilience. All this happened for Julie because she basically chose to do so. She chose courage instead of cowardice, optimism versus pessimism. In some ways, Julie told me that she was actually lucky Being ill made her appreciate every single day of her life. There are no bad days when death is getting closer to you even though you're running as fast as you can. You just can't afford to waste time on things that ultimately amount to nothing. Now I really resonated with her on this. I had abandoned a lot of the social standard narratives a long time ago. There, you know, there's that old saying, what would you do if you had one year left to live? Like you actually knew the date of your death. You know, it's it's funny because so many people would say they would quit their job, they'd sell their stuff, they'd go and see parts of the world and do things they'd always dreamed of doing. In short, people, given a date of death, would not live the life that they're living now. Get this, you might die in less than a year, and you just don't know it. My buddy Steve didn't know, and my buddy Aaron didn't know. I mean, I could go on and monologue. a a diatribe on this topic. But I hope everyone can hear me on this. It is never too soon to begin living your life and lead the life that society and others are wanting you to live. It is never too soon to choose to be courageous and walk away from the bullshit you're putting up with and ultimately being sold as important and that you must deal with. Julie figured out very quickly that her life was not part of some standard social norm. But it was her normal that in the end is what really mattered. She went the distance and she exemplified a life of carpe diem. It it is a cliche in some ways and it's definitely been overused, primarily because it's used in a flippant manner. I mean, I'm coming off serious and it is because I... I miss Julie. I'm going to miss her. She was an an inspiration to keep, keep smiling. You know, it doesn't matter that something doesn't work out. It's okay. And you know, in these tumultuous times of uncertainty, the one thing you can be certain is that you have the choice to live a life with a perspective that's based on happiness and joy and abundance. You know, I've lost a lot, I've actually lost a lot of people over my life. Um, And uh, reconciliation of that pain is always challenging. But I really try to look at things as I'm grateful that they've happened versus I'm sad that it ended. And I think the reason why is it didn't have to happen. It could have never happened. Loss, I think, is an important part of life. And the number of people I've met traveling and then never get to see again, sometimes it's just so sad. It makes me want to insulate myself from other people. But the truth is, at least I got to meet them. At least I got to hear their story. At least I was a part of an experience that helped sculpt and, and craft my point of view. I don't want to ramble on a lot. I want to keep this short and to the point, like I said before. In any case, um, yeah. What would you do if you only had one year to live? How would you change your life? What would you do differently? I want to know. I'd like to hear from you and tell me, what would you do if you had one year left? Yeah, send me a voice message or an email to thetravelersart at gmail.com. I'd like to hear from you guys. Thanks a lot for listening. Until next time, I'll talk to you soon.